the prayer is the answer. The prayer is the answer. It's a powerful experience when we move into prayer with something we're wanting to see demonstrate for ourselves or someone that we love. And simply an awareness of the divine presence itself helps us to even let the purpose of that prayer go. It's as if a sufficient relationship and realization of the divine is all we need to trust that the best byproducts of that relationship are going to take place. In the age-old technique of Catholic contemplation, uh, we have a form of meditation where one seeks to completely clear their mind of all thoughts, all emotions, all imagery to make their consciousness fully available to an experience of God. Uh, One method of this practice is called the cloud of unknowing. And what you do is you close your eyes, if you can, and you imagine that beneath you there is a cloud of forgetting. And as you're aware of this cloud of forgetting, when any thought or idea, even the words that I'm saying that you're hearing right now, whatever comes up, push it down into that cloud of forgetting. Sometimes it helps me to do this for 10 or 15 minutes just to continue to push any image, sensation, thought, idea into that cloud of forgetting. And then I begin to move my consciousness up into what is known as the cloud of unknowing. This cloud of unknowing isn't a nice white puffy cloud to imagine and rest on. It's actually like a sensory deprivation tank. It's allowing our consciousness to be in the darkness of not knowing, in emptiness, in what may feel like to us to be even a form of nothingness. This is what St. John of the Cross, the great contemplative, meant when he used that term, the dark night of the soul. It's about going into this place of unknowingness with faith and willingness to experience the divine. And if you keep going back to this place with faith and conviction, what the teachers of contemplation let us know is that it won't happen every time, but sometimes it will be as if we are touched by the hand and heart of God, of grace, and of spirit. What a powerful way to experience the divine and then look at what we may be seeking in our lives, which for most of us with that realization of the divine presence is simply to live more at one and more in awareness of what it is in every area of our life. Ralph Waldo Emerson said of prayer, he said, prayer that craves a particular commodity Anything less than all good is vicious. Prayer is the contemplation of the facts of life from the highest point of view. It is the soliloquy of a beholding and jubilant soul. It is the Spirit of God pronouncing His works good. But prayer as a means to effect a private end is meanness and theft. It supposes dualism and not unity in nature and consciousness. As soon as the man is at one with God, he will not beg. He will then see prayer in all action. The prayer of the farmer kneeling in his field to weed it, the prayer of the rower kneeling with the stroke of his oar, are true prayers heard through nature, though for cheap ends. 
this statement from Emerson in particular that prayer is the contemplation of the facts of life from the highest point of view helped me for myself to find prayer or prayerfulness as having a mountaintop consciousness. And in order to have a mountaintop consciousness, there must be something that represents our everyday consciousness. And so I like to think of the analogy that our everyday consciousness is like a busy, bustling city. Think of that, a very busy, bustling city that represents your everyday consciousness. There's highways and streets and alleyways, all representing all the different directions that our everyday thinking goes in. There are buildings and neighborhood names that symbolize history and relationships in different areas of our lives. There's people moving in, through, and about. People you know, people you have yet to know, people that may be connected, people that may have never met anyone before, but they're all part of that sense of community of your social, busy life. Then there's all sorts of laws and regulations and politics and diplomacy, all representing ideas, some of which served you in the past, some of which did not serve you, some of which served you for a point but may not serve you any longer in getting where you want to go. Prayerfulness is that aspect of rising above just the consciousness in the city to get up to a more mountaintop awareness that can cause us to see our life from a greater place of wholeness, from a greater perspective, from the highest point of view. How do we get there? Well, we go within. It sounds contradictory, but I would like to say that the deeper you go, the higher you climb. And how we go within is not just by closing our eyes and shutting out perhaps the sensory world, but it's by casting out the net of our imagination to a greater experience of what the infinite is, of what stillness is, of what God is. Casting that net out, we feel and can even experience ourselves rising above that everyday consciousness of the busy, bustling city. We begin rising up and all of a sudden we see things that never connected to us before, that are connected in our city. All of a sudden we can see ourselves not from a place of hurting ourselves or disliking ourselves, but seeing ourselves as uh, the hero or the heroine and the adventure of our lives. We keep rising up to that mountaintop until we sit right next to the divine, the divine right with us, and we can truly behold our lives. There's a few different ways we can sit on that mountaintop. One is we can just be there, just be on the mountain. Take in the air, feel the light of spirit on your face, Hear the bustling of the wind. Hear the stillness that tells you divine secrets about the truth of who you are. Just be in this mountaintop awareness. That's one form of prayerfulness. The other is to, from that mountaintop consciousness, to look directly at a specific area of your life in that city of your everyday consciousness and to know the truth about it and yourself. This, in brief, is what spiritual mind treatment and the science of mind is all about. It's taking an awareness of the divine and using it for specific purposes in our lives. One last way of prayerfulness on 
the mountaintop consciousness for me is just to be open to what I see taking place in the city or what the city would want me to know about what it is. I love when I go to prayer work to think and pray for those who have requested prayer of me, but also just to open up to an uncle that might come to mind, to a church congregant, an old friend, just to surround them with that mountaintop consciousness of light and of love. No matter what, no prayer is complete until we take the mountaintop awareness and bring it back into the city of our lives. That's one of the great magic pieces of affirmative prayer is that I can now go into a confrontation with my spouse or my partner and remember how much I love them, even in the midst of a challenging argument or conflict. I can do something that I don't want to be doing in work and remember how grateful I am for life and my job overall. I can see in a moment of my own mistake or failure and still hold myself in the wholeness that knows that I'm a good person doing his best. Where would that mountaintop awareness most help you? For when we remember that the prayer is the answer, the goal in our life isn't to pray to get as much stuff as we possibly can. It's not to change our lives. It's to make sure we are spending each and every day finding that time to climb up that mountaintop of awareness, to see our lives from a higher point of truth, and to see that that truth is an intimate part of who we are.